0: Do you have a burning desire to do something more, but don't know what to do? Or do you have an idea that just won't go away, no matter how much you try not to think about it? Asking God for big dreams can be scary. Scary because He's a God that wants to give you what you ask for. And scary because if you dream big and ask big, you'll have to either decide to take a big leap of faith or say no to your dream. Patty Post knows just what it's like to dream big and ask God for the door to open to a big, scary, but exciting dream. As the founder and CEO of Checkable Medical, a healthcare startup company, her dream of one day innovating a new way of healthcare is now a reality. Her company empowers consumers to take their health into their own hands, providing peace of mind through at home tests and innovative wellness solutions. Something she was told wasn't possible. If you are sitting on the sidelines waiting for your big dream, or if you have made the leap of faith and need encouragement to just keep going, Patty's story will inspire and motivate you to ask for the big and expect the doors to open. So let's dive in and make it happen. Welcome to the Faith-Inspired Podcast by Faith & Gather. I'm your host, Erica Dvorak. Join me and the Faith & Gather community as we become faith-inspired to tackle every area of life. Career, faith, motherhood, loss, fitness, fashion, health, and more. Girl, we're going to meet you right where you're at, right where you need it, keeping you one step ahead of the devil, armed with knowledge to fight your everyday battles and live a life faith-inspired. Come on, girl. Let's get it. Hello. Welcome to another episode of the Faith Inspired Podcast. I am super excited today because I have on Patty Post, the wonderful CEO and founder of Checkable Medical, and also my boss. <laughs> Patty is a dreamer and she is fantastic and she is just a strong woman of God. And so I asked her to be on today just to share her heart and also to talk about. Big asks because Patty is, like I said, the CEO and founder of Checkable Medical. And that is a healthcare startup company. And she is setting out to innovate and change healthcare. So you and I can test for simple diseases and simple infections at home rather than spending the time to go into the clinic and try to juggle our day. And so Patty is innovating and making things happen. And I'm just so honored to have her on today and honored to be a part of her team and what she's doing. So Thank you, Patty, for being here.
1: Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me.
0: Yes, of course, of course. So I've said a little bit about Checkable Medical and that you are obviously a CEO and founder, but how about you tell us a little bit more about yourself personally, like your family, and then professionally
1: as well? Sure. Well, I am a mother of three, uh, Will, Topher, and Lily, and I am a wife of 18 years to my awesome husband, Andrew we just made a move from Minnesota to North Dakota. I love the lake. I love anything water sports. I love to travel, good food, and I love people. And I am definitely a dreamer. That's something that I've always been since I was little. So once I got really engaged in my faith, I learned that that is God living inside of me, being the dreamer and listen to that. So I look at it as a really big strength of mine. So I appreciate you calling that out in my description of who I am. I am founder and CEO of Checkable Medical. It's my fourth startup, actually, my first healthcare startup. Erica, when you gave my of who I am. I'm like, she is such an awesome marketer. Those are her (laughs) gifts. She can say that so well. I'm so proud. that She is a part of my team. So that was really fun to hear, hear that, but that's a little bit about me. Awesome.
0: Yes. And like you said, you are such a dreamer. And that's one of the reasons why I just love being a part of Chuckle Medical and on your team is because we get to dream and innovate. And just like we were talking right before this, that you just we can pivot and change. And you know what? Let's just do it. Let's figure it out and make things happen. And that's super exciting. And I think because we're both strong Christians, we can lean on God and make those decisions because of that inspiration and the Holy Spirit speaking to us and giving us that inspiration and like just that peace knowing like, okay, it doesn't make sense, but let's just go for it really, really big. So for checkable medical, I obviously know the story because I've written about it many, many times, but how did the dream of checkable
1: medical come about? Well, having three kids and being a career driven mom, But being the nurturer, as women and mothers, we are the nurturers of our family. And that doesn't go away even though you are career-driven. And so when my kids were plagued with strep, you know, the oldest would get it, then the middle one, then the youngest, and sometimes I would get it. Of course, my husband would never get it. (laughs) (laughs) Never. It was so annoying. And so I would have to go in multiple times to the doctor in the same week. And it was maddening. It was expensive, time-consuming. And so that happened one summer, three different times. And then, I mean, I had the idea Amazon Health was happening. And I was already working in healthcare. And I saw these companies that were solving this really... I mean, lame problem, or there was already a dozen companies out there and these people were going after, oh, okay, I'm going to do this me too product. And I thought, why isn't there an at-home strep test? What is impeding that from happening? And it was when I was at a service in February of 2019 that what the message was, you know, think bigger. And then when you think bigger, talk to God about it because God's plan for you is so much bigger than what you think. So ask God for these big ideas. I always wanted to be the best version of myself. i read a book by Matthew Kelly about best version of yourself. But in that message, what he said was, ask God who the best version of who he wants you to be. Hmm. When I started praying that way of God, what do you want me to be? It was like, Strep test, why don't you do this? Why aren't you creating this? You are the mom and you are a healthcare executive. Do it. And then in the preceding services, it was ask others how they're doing at work and if you can pray for them. Use your career as a way to inspire others in your faith and you know, show them your heart, which is always God's heart, right? Mm -hmm. So those things combined, I just started journaling every day and Ephesians 3.20 was my power verse for that year. And it all came together. It was like, well, yeah. And then I had these things happen at work that were, I was a consultant at the time and people said I couldn't do it, but God kept telling me I could do it. And it was like this insatiable feeling that I had in my stomach over and over again, that I couldn't get rid of. And My husband, my kids, we all took a leap of faith in this, and I look at it as obedience. But every mom that I talked to had had the problem. Healthcare providers, I mean, all the data was showing, yeah, this would be a huge solution for healthcare. And I decided to take the leap, and I haven't looked back you have been there uh, most (laughs) of the steps of the way, um, as you started in October of 2019, and it hasn't been easy, but I'm so glad I will never regret taking that bet on God and what he, you know, instilled me with. Mm -hmm.
0: That's amazing. And betting on yourself too. You always say that too, is like, you know, you will always bet on yourself. And I think when you have God as your your true source and your light, like betting on yourself is number one. You can do that. And I'm so glad that you made that decision too. And it's, it's funny as you talk about this, because I relate it back to like faith and gather and how you talked about, you had this burning desire and it was just always, always there. And I think when God speaks to you and gives you this dream and this gift, he's going to keep prompting you and he's going to keep it On your mind. So you keep thinking about it. And I know with me, with Faith and Gather, there was like a go time decision. It was literally like, okay, I'm either going to keep thinking about this or it's go time and I'm going to do this. It's scary and it's a big, big leap of faith, like you said. So when was that point where? you made that decision, that go time and what was it that like made you actually take that leap of faith? And I know it's probably not as hard for you as it is for some other people because you are like true and true, a visionary entrepreneur, risk taker, but it still does take a lot of guts. So what was it in that timing for you of like, okay, this is reality. I'm quitting my job. I'm
1: making it happen. I decided that morning it like came over me. I'm a huge listener of the big life devotional podcast Mm. with Pamela Krim. And she had a message that day to pray for the Holy spirit to move. And to, if, you know, if you're struggling with something. And so I had listened to that. I got into my office. I was in this meeting and it like came over me like a wave. And I like physically had to put my hands over my mouth to stop blurting it of like, Why am I wasting my time in here? You guys are, I could be doing something that's going to impact the whole US population. And I'm sitting here while all of you are talking about the coffee and water cooler and the weather. And at that moment, I decided like, okay, I'm going to be done. Hmm. And I got my family on board and, you know, I had taken nine months to research and I had the opportunity to do that because I was already in healthcare, but you know it was kind of the nail on the coffin when I realized that I had so much, I would say, talent and ambition that wasn't getting utilized in my current position. And I decided, why not bet on myself? And I think that's what we get scared as employees in corporate America. I would say you are a very big risk taker too, because anyone that either we're founders of companies or we are early employees in a startup, we all have that little bit of crazy and we all have an appetite for risk or a high tolerance. If you are an employee that is not satisfied with your employer at a big company, then I would look at what are other ways that you can utilize your skills and bet on yourself. And that's where I was so frustrated with having so much opportunity and so much to give but it wasn't being utilized and they didn't want me to be doing anything on the side and they wanted me 100% focused but yet they weren't very innovative so i know that there's a lot of people out there that love you know you've you have your corporate paycheck and you have your benefits and those are all super important things in life and especially when we lead a lifestyle you know you have your car payment and your mortgage and Lots of different things. But there are so many ways, like with how you had faith and gather, the tools, the technology, the ways that you have operationalized this, and I mean, you cast a vision and went for it. and i I think that more women should do it. And I think it's really challenging for us because we have our kiddos at home. Mm-hmm. and we look at, okay, we have time for ourselves and we have time for our family. And do I have time for that career? Do I have time for that side hustle? And I don't think you'll ever regret, even if you do fail. I have failed in three different companies. I mean, the number of companies I've started and then they like got absolutely nowhere or <laughs> ideas, but I don't regret anything because you learn from those situations. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that's the biggest obstacle too. I mean, even as you're in it, you know, we've had conversations, like still when you're in it and things are going really good, There still is that fear of failure, but at the end of the day, it's like, at least you tried and you keep learning and who knows what, and checkable, we're going to be amazing and very, very successful. But even with like faith and gather, I think, well, what if, you know, God calls me to something different, like faith and gather, wasn't a failure. It was just a stepping stone to something else that he wants me to do. I mean, even with checkable, like the things that I've, I went off on my own with Faith and Gather and started it, started the podcast, started doing all this content. And now we're doing that within Checkable. So like, it's just amazing for me to see how God is now flipping the things that I went to do on my own and now is like benefiting Checkable in a whole different way that I ever imagined that I would be able to help and participate in. So that's fantastic. I do want to go back to what you said about like having the family on board and then also doing the research. So with Big Asks with God, he's going to give you what you ask for, you know, these big asks. And if it's a burning desire in your heart, he's going to give it to you, but you also have to be very mindful of things. I mean, there's some times where he does call you and you need to drop it. Like, at a hat and like, just do it. And it doesn't make sense. But a lot of times there is some of that common sense in there too, where he starts the burning desire. But like for you, you did nine months of research before you even dropped it. You didn't just quit your job right away. You did the nine months of research seeing is like this, even something out in the market that will people want. Um, is it even going to make money? What does that look like? And then on top of that, getting your family on board. And I know with my husband, with Matt, it was the same thing you know how are we gonna make this work for our family and make sure that I don't get to a point of burnout like I was before when I made the decision to jump do part-time and do checkable and so can you talk about how how that went for the research part and then getting your family on board because I think that's one of the hardest things is that we have these amazing dreams and goals and like God's given it to us he has not given it to others and we're asking others to come along with this crazy, and make this crazy jump and take this huge risk when like they don't get it. So how do you have that conversation with those that you love that have to sacrifice along with you?
1: There was no game plan of how I did it, but in retrospect, I think I did a good job of organizing it and really framing it up to essentially pitch my family on it. We were experiencing the problem and I was documenting it like with videos and with my kids videos and For me, it was very strategic. Talk to doctors, talk to investors, talk to regulators, people that knew how to get the product from concept to approval. Talk with national retailers. Go big. Act. Hey, I got this idea, which it's going to be hard for them to actually take a meeting with you because they're super busy. But this is where if if you have that burning desire, like go all out. I went to the head of FDA, chief medical officer of pediatrics and reached out for him. Like I went to the top and my background is in sales. So I like to sell to the top level. So I feel a little more comfortable in doing that. I had to have all of those different boxes checked if I was going to do this. And as I'm the breadwinner of my family as well. I always have been. So it was even that much of a bigger risk for us. So I had to essentially craft the story and put together what I thought it would be. And and a lot of it is convincing yourself too, because the enemy loves to tell us that we can't do things. And it like chokes me up because I still struggle with it. Like, all the time. Like you can't do this. How do you think that you're, that you're capable of doing this? So I think my nine months could have been shortened up if I was a little tighter in like, you know, telling the devil, no, not today. Um, but that's, that's our journey. So I had to get my self-confidence up. I had to ask God for it. I had to get the story together and I had to know, I had to know that it would work in order for it to take off. And there's like, we had this idea of, um, edamame balls for the state fair. (laughs) And it was edamame mixed with hash shredded hash browns, garlic, ginger, and you mix it together and then you dip it in this batter and you deep fry it. And then you dip it in soy sauce and it was delicious. Sounds amazing. It was amazing. Like we came up with this recipe, we bought this little fryer. So then we learned oh wow, we had to do 12 like county fairs in a summer. And we have to like go through all the health inspection stuff. And how much was that going to cost? And we have to buy this little truck and then who's going to work it. I mean, my kids were much younger at that time and having little kids buy a fryer, like they can take money, fill lemonade cups, but that is an example of Going through the process and even though I got the recipe idea and it tasted good, it was not a viable business option. Mm -hmm. So I would say anyone that does have an idea, go through that because you're going to also convince the people that you love the most are going to be like, oh, good idea, Erica. That's great. But then they start asking you tough questions and you need to be prepared because if you're not prepared, the enemy really comes in then. Is like, mm-hmm. oh, see, your mom doesn't even want you to do it. And but, <laughs> <you know? laughs> so I would say before you tell your family, don't ever just go and do it. Like, especially when it comes to business, like you have to be, if you're going to go into business, it's got to be very sound because business is very cutthroat. I mean, we've mm-hmm. learned that with Checkable too, even a purpose-driven business and purpose-driven people at the end of the day, it's business. So you have to get those ducks in line as well. And if you're going to take the leap, make sure that you're not going to, you know, end up selling your house and going into foreclosure for it. Cause that's, that's not good either.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so what I'm definitely hearing you say is dream big, ask God, but know that you have to work for it. He's going to give you stuff, but you have to take action and work for it and be smart. God wants me to make smart decisions and that's smart business decisions, smart financial decisions, relationship decisions, all of that stuff.
1: I asked a lot of times, and I was looking back on my journal. I kept asking for God to put the right people in my path. And a lot of times they were the right people. And I'm so thankful. For example, you, like you and I talking, that was strategically God put you in my path. And sometimes it's not that way. So if I was to do things over again, I wouldn't be so quick to get into dating, let's call it, when you're <laughs> trying to find your husband. And you know, you kind of have to play the field and be a little more cautious because you know me that I love to get to know people right away and I'm super trusting and I'm really learning to take a not not be trusting, but take a step back and when you ask for it, he will give it to you, but don't rush into it is I Mm -hmm. guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, I feel that way too. Like we've obviously experienced that at checkable, but even for faith and gather, I've experienced that too. And I've hired people that were really great and good Christians, but they just weren't a good fit for what I was looking for, whatever it may be. And I think, Especially if you're working like Christian to Christian, you just automatically assume like, oh, it's going to work. And it's not that either party is bad, but there's that dynamic of like working with people and like how culturally it fits. And so being hesitant, I hate to say hesitant, but really like being mindful of put your ducks in a row, check things out, make sure that they're legit before you move ahead. Because I've found that same thing too, like just be very, very mindful of that.
1: Yeah, we want to move fast. It's important, but it's just not always the right way. Yeah, exactly.
0: So we have talked about, you know, the big dream and asking God right away. And then now that I've had a chance to be a part of Checkable for almost two years now, I know that with big asks become big responsibility and that, you know, days can get really, really hard and that this dream that you have can become really, really heavy. And I know that we've had, we call it our near-death experiences at Checkable, where we've had a few where like as a startup company, you rely on, you know, you rely on investors and you rely on individuals to support you. And you go through these times where you're doing really, really well. And then other times where you aren't doing so well. And I think that's just business in general, life in general, but what are your tips and tools for individuals who have made that leap into their dream, they're in it right now. And maybe, you know, they're starting to hit their burnout zone or really like, you know, God, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Because I think we question that a lot. Any tips or tools that you use on those days when they really get tough and you just think I'm done?
1: Yeah. When you ask God, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Sometimes you ask that. Because it's your way out, you're like, oh, I hope he says, yeah, I can quit. <laughs> ever wants you to quit? I don't think he ever does. I think that there are problems that happen in anything, and he wants us to overcome them. And he wants us to be patient and obedient and wait it out. And he's going to open another door. And there are going to be opportunities that happen, but that's where we do need to slow down and be more methodical and asking God. God, do you you want me, I frame it a different way. God, you put me in this position. I know you want me to do big things. What's just my one baby step? How can I feel better today about this? Show me one thing rather than God, do you want me to be doing this? Because you're putting God in a a bad position there. Like Mm -hmm. just say, yes, yes, I want you to be doing this. Ask for something actually tangible and he'll show up. And those times that you do want to quit, or those times that you don't think that it's going to succeed, my message always is everything is figure outable. Everything, no matter what, it could be the most devastating thing that happens, it is figure outable. And that is, again, the conversation, the ask that you have of God is, God, how are we going to figure this out? Because He doesn't want us to quit, He wants us whatever that big dream he has for us. Just like with your example of like coming to Checkable, you didn't know at the time what that was going to be like, but you felt like you were at the end of your rope with your former employer of what was going on. And then all these doors open, all of these skills that you had, you know, sort of percolating are now really getting ripe and you're able to develop them and you're able to serve my company but then now the greater good. Right. Um, so when you feel like you want to quit, don't don't quit. Maybe take a nap, <laughs> take a couple of days off. There are days that I completely unplug and I have to just focus on my family and all of those blessings. And so my advice is position your ass differently with God. Look at all of the blessings. Be obedient and patient and you know, he's living in you all the time. I love the saying, he knows your every tier. So he knows that, like he knows what is so painful that happened and talk to him about it. So I, I think that entrepreneurship is the most close you can be with God because you have employees now, you have investors now, you have sales, you have, you know, a bunch of consultants And then you have this big dream and managing all of that. I'm not anything special. He gave me this idea and I'm being obedient and going through with it. And I would be a real jerk to him if I decided to quit because it got a little tough. You know, those near death experiences would have been awful. And I hope I never have to do that again in this company. When I start a new (laughs) company, I'll have to go through it. But for anyone that's going to take outside money as an entrepreneur, that's the most challenging part it's like managing a sales channel, but the pressure is a hundred times more and you're physically taking money from someone's trust or, you know, from an investment fund that they have a whole slew of people to invest in when they invest in you. So that's the pressure and it can be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. My advice is don't quit.
0: Yeah. Thank you. That's good advice. And I like how you put it in because I've had that too with faith and gather, you know, going through just tough situations within managing it all. And I have asked that like, okay, God, is this what you want me to do? And I like how you put it. Just, it's not ask what I can do. It's just like, what do you want me to do today? What is that one step you want me to do today? And that will give you more direction on what he wants you to do. And not quitting, but like, okay, is this door starting to close? And should I go a different path, or should I just keep continuing this way? And just like with Chugwell Medical, I mean, our growth line and what we do is not linear. It's very like, you know, it's like snake. You know, it's like we just figure it out along the way, and and that's actually part of the fun and the journey of it. I mean, that's why we've chosen to follow our dreams is because we wanted something fun and exciting and you know every day is not a dull day. Yes. So that's why we do what we do. You gave the don't quit as good word of advice, but what is another word of encouragement that you could leave the listeners when it comes to asking God for big
1: dreams and then following those dreams? Not to be scared and when he gives you those big dreams, not to be scared, but sincerely asking God, I want to change the world. How can I change the world? And when he gives you those ideas, don't be scared of them. And I mean, I'm not newer to faith. I've always believed in God, but I didn't have the, I didn't have the understanding that God talks to us when I was, I was raised in a Catholic house. So then when I stepped really into Christianity and had that relationship with God, I didn't understand that our thoughts and what we are feeling is actually God talking to us. And it's so crazy how when you ask that, then you get this like harebrained idea, if you do get a harebrained idea, and then you keep thinking about it, it's almost like pulling the thread of a sweater And we all know that thread just won't stop. And if that's what you're feeling and you ask God for a big dream, he's giving you the big dream. Like, wake up. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. My advice would be if you have these circular thoughts, I mean, there's a ton of different products out there that. You know, women can go out and sell in you know, multi-level marketing or, you know, if you want to be a brand ambassador or, you know, there's lots of different things that maybe someone has an appetite like you do. Yours is faith and you want to ha- build a community, but there are lots of opportunities. where A woman loves a product. And she wants to share it with all of her friends. And maybe she's going to use that money to pay for a new car. Or maybe she has a philanthropic idea and she wants to fuel that. And she is telling herself, oh, that's a crazy, that could never work for me. If you are getting down that trail and you are that far along to putting those ideas together, that's God talking to you. (laughs) And he's giving you those ideas. And don't be scared of it and write it down. So that would be my advice is when God ends up talking to you and through your thoughts and you're putting the dots together, do it, go, go as far as you can. And don't be scared of the, when he actually gives it to you. For me with checkable, you now I thought I was going to be, that was going to be a rep my whole life and like a district manager and, you know, live this whole traveling around the country and working with docs and sitting in the O.R., nope, (laughs) that is not how it worked for me. And I make less money. I don't have benefits that I had before and have less sleep, but I am super satisfied and I actually have an appetite for more. And I think that's because I've been obedient. Mm. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah, it's so fulfilling in just
0: a different way when you follow your path. And I think for me, with Faith and Gather, the factor that determined it all was really like, if I don't do this, I'm going to regret it for the rest of my life. And that scares me more than failing. I always think to the end result of like, when I'm looking back on my life, am I going to regret it? And I just, I don't want to do that. You know, like you just, like we had said, we learn from our failures God's going to give it to you and it is actually going to drive you insane if he's giving you these dreams like (laughs) to the point where it's like all you can think about and you're like you can't think about anything else so you might as well do it otherwise it's going to drive you bonkers so just make the leap and do it like you said yeah And Patty, I just love that you're just such a supporter of dreams. And I do have to say it because I'm just so honored to be one, a part of Checkable, but two, that, you know, you've given me this ability to do faith and gather and to allow my schedule to do something that I'm passionate about and that God has really given on my heart. And I know, you know, that's tough as an employer to like, you know, not be able to get all my time because, you know, I have skills that I can, you know, give to Checkable. But at the same time, like you said, like... Being able to do Faith and Gather is allowing me to put so much more time and energy into Checkable too, because I'm fueled up by the passion that I'm doing on the side. And then also what I'm learning with Faith and Gather can also go on Checkable. But I'm just just so thankful to be um, on your team. And then also just so thankful for the flexibility that you give me to do this and just the support of Dreamers in general, because I think there's not... Enough of that in the world, you know there's a lot of people that want to tell you that you shouldn't do it for X, Y, Z, and you've never done that. and I see that with me, and then I also see that with other individuals too that you just support. So I appreciate that.
1: Well, I am a hundred percent blessed to have you at Checkable, and I think this is a good faith story because as an employer, you can feel like you own someone's time because with the exchange of money and time, you want the best out of people. And we actually had a little bit of I I was getting jealous of like looking at what you're doing at Faith and Gather. And it was a time when I was struggling with Checkable and I was having those jealous feelings. And again, I think that's the enemy coming in and we need to be hyper aware with that. And I turned to the spiritual side and said, God, you know, forgive me for for acting like jealous of Erica. Like she's done so much for me. And I mean, we had the conversation where I apologized to say, you know what, I'm really sorry that I felt that way. I don't own you as an employer. And I think we've been trained to do that in corporate America. And that's why I have a startup. I don't want to feel like I'm the CEO and I own every one of my employees and you're going to march to everything that I say. No. And I think being a female, I am... A little different than a male CEO in that way. And I'm so thankful that I did hand that over to God and said, you know, I turned it as the blessing looking at, oh, she's such a blessing to Checkable and to me in my life. And I love her as a friend. And why am I acting like this? Why am I feeling this way? And once I did that, it was like, okay, Erica, let's open this up and let's create something that is mutually beneficial, and that was the right path.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm so thankful. And I think that brings up a good point, Patty. though, is like with these big asks and dreams that you have, like you're going to have these confrontational moments. It's not like our confrontation was bad, but it needed to happen because, you know, I was – you know, trying to juggle faith and gather and checkable. And I too personally was like, okay, I'm not giving 100% of myself to anything right now. And so it wasn't working for me and it wasn't working for you. And so we both had to have that tough conversation of like, how can this work for both parties? Because we both really care about each other and we both care about our missions for the company. And so, you know, how can we make it work? And so just knowing that when you have these dreams, like you're going to have to have those tough conversations and conflict is not always bad. It's good. You know, it worked out for us. You know, we figured it out and your feelings were valid and my feelings were valid. And we came to the table and had that conversation. And now like, We worked it out where now I don't have to be so pulled in so many directions. I can focus on Checkable on the days that I'm on, focus on Faith and Gather on the days that I'm off, and then also give when I need to, like attend meetings on my off days, so to speak, and, you know, just make it work. But what I'm doing with Faith and Gather again is like supporting Checkable now because you as a boss saw That, okay, she does have all these skills that I'm not, those things that you started getting jealous on, you were like, well, wait, I'm not even utilizing her for those in the company. Like, if I, why am I jealous? Like, just have her do it for the company. (laughs) So, like, we had that conversation and, like, that was amazing. And again, we're so blessed to be able, I'm so blessed to be able to have that conversation with you because I know many people don't, especially with their boss. Like, we have a very unique relationship and friendship and how we work together. Not everybody has that, but that might be just a word of the wise of if you are a dreamer and you want to have a company, like this is a good way to make it work because it's beneficial for both. So again, thank you. So this is a time where I normally say, where can listeners find you? But I'm really, really good at this because it's a part of my job. So I'm going to do this and then you tell me if I miss anything. Okay, so you can find Checkable Medical at checkablemedical.com. You can also find Checkable Medical on Instagram and Facebook at Checkable Medical. And Checkable is C H E C K A B L E. Medical. And then Patty is also launching her own podcast coming up here in the next month or so. And that is called the Persevere Podcast, where she is going to be interviewing entrepreneurs, business leaders, individuals who are all about innovating and really persevering through business. So if you're interested in that, that will be out in the next month or so. And that's at perseverepodcast.com. And you can also find it on all major platforms. And then Patty herself, you can find her at Patty Post MN on Instagram.
1: How'd I do? <laughs> 100% nailed it. Good. Yay. <laughs> I'm on LinkedIn too. I would say from this side would be a good thing because I like to share a lot about more of the Persevere podcast content on there. And then Instagram is more family. And if there are any entrepreneurs out there that want to connect with me, I'm a connector. So I might not be able to help you, but I'm happy to introduce you with folks. So think national retail, healthcare, manufacturing, product design. You know, I have a lot of good contacts, even the restaurant business. Like there's there's a lot of different contacts that I have. So if there's anyone that has ideas and wants to be connected with people, I'm I'm there and I had this idea as you were talking about them, like, gosh, Erica should have a like a Zoom hangout once a month or something for entrepreneurs and just have it like a limited, oh, yeah. like eight to 12 women and just hang, if it's a yeah a hangout or a Zoom call where women can talk about things like this and maybe bring up a few topics and you're the moderator and I think it's really lonely. That's the hard thing. It's good because you really rely on your faith and then your family. But a lot of times, I mean, you have been my sounding board for so much, but it does get lonely. So that was just a little idea as you were going through them. I love that. I love that. And that has been kind
0: of something that I've wanted to do. So there you see divine inspiration, divine downloads. I love it. God does that. He speaks through others for sure, for sure. I love that. And Patty is right. She is a connector. Honestly, that was one of the things when I joined the company, I was like, holy moly, this woman knows everybody. And if she doesn't know somebody, she'll find the person. And like she said before, she she was a sales executive. So like she doesn't have a nervous bone in her body when approaching somebody. So yeah, she is true to her word on her connection. So don't be afraid to reach out to her because she's a helper and a giver and a connector for sure. Well, thank you, Patty, so much. Really, really just appreciate it. That's been such a treat for me just to have this conversation. And like I said, I just know, you know, every morning when I wake up, I do like my five blessings and you are a part of it. And so it's checkable. So just so thankful for
1: you and
0: all your support
1: and all you do. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you, Erica. It was an absolute honor to be on your podcast. And I hope if any one person in the audience finds something valuable, that's amazing.
0: Yes. And I know they will. Thank you. Congratulations to saying yes to yourself. Fill it up your cup, feed in your soul. If you want more, head over to faithinspiredpodcast.com for show notes and links to all the goodies mentioned in today's podcast. Don't forget to hit subscribe to keep you faith-inspired.